Welcome to Sister Hack. Do you crave candid conversation? Do you want to feel like you're in the room with your sister, sibling, or your best friend? We offer laughs, hacks, and hashtags as we talk about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. All through a sisterly lens. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Sister Hack. Here are your hosts, Hannah and Rachel. Hello, Hackheads. Welcome to another episode of Sister Hack. We're so happy you're here. We are here with a guest of ours who are also happy is here along with us. <laughs> a guest of honor, some might say. Um, and he, it's actually like an in-person situation, but kind of not because you and he, and our guest are in different bedrooms. We're kind of building it up, our guest. Really, our guest <laughs> is our dad. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Good to be with you. Uh, nice to see you, Hannah. Nice to be a room away from you, Rachel. I know. A room is too far for me. My heart. I always say my parents are my best friends and you guys are leaving me this week. Well, we've been here three weeks, so that's a, that's a nice long visit, but we're sad to, to leave too, although it's getting kind of wintry in Michigan. And how's the weather in Texas, Hannah? Better, I hope. It's gorgeous. It's 70 and sunny. You're going to love it. Come on back. Good. (laughs) A little part of me thought maybe that you would be like, wow, we really love being at Rachel's house. Maybe I think we'll just stay till Christmas. That's kind of, I think, I think, I think I thought that I'm realizing right now. And now that it's not happening. Well, you know, I've been at, I've been at your house since, uh, before Elliot was born since July. And now we're in, uh, we're at the end of October. I've been at your house more than I've been at my house uh, in that time frame. So it's probably need to go check on the place. The only way it should be. <laughs> well, that, that actually leads into what we're talking about today while you guys um, are kind of going over those details. And uh, the, the topic at hand is deepening the ever-changing parent-child relationship. And I think what will be kind of a good way to kick us off is to emphasize this word ever-changing because the original idea of dad and mom being in Michigan at your house for a month in October was that they would really be helping you and taking care of Elliot but it didn't quite start out like that (laughs) the relationship changed do you want to give a little detail on that well yeah I uh as it turns out I'm the one who's needed more help than Elliot I I took a little fall down uh, Rachel and Kyle's basement stairs, had a pretty serious uh, injury. I was just a step, really, literally just one step. And then I, uh, but I tore a quad tendon, detaching it from my kneecap. And uh, uh, the impact of that was that I had to have surgery. And uh, so I've been kind of convalescing. Once in a while, I hold a baby and feed him something and bounce him on my good knee. But it's been, um, yeah, it's it's been a rough a couple of weeks, not anticipated for sure. Certainly not. And sis, how have you balanced taking care of your baby, going back to work, and it, so- it sounds like you you're loving having mom and dad there. What's it been like? I love having mom and dad here. I just keep apologizing, like <laughs> I'm sorry this hasn't been what you thought, and they're like we love you, baby girl. Thanks for everything. And I'm like, I can't tell if they're being facetious when they say thanks to everything. Cause I gave mom COVID and I gave dad 
I took a leg, I took a leg from dad. So I gave and I take, but um, no, we have enjoyed it. I, I will say the balance of it has been fine. I think you expect to be able to sit, you expect everyone to be like going back to work. Ah. And it has been somewhat traumatic between us all getting sick and dad falling downstairs, but I think it's been going fine. It was a triage uh, center for about a week. Yeah, it was a triage center for about a week. It's like that game. Fine now. I'm just, um, I just am having, you know, it's just, it's inconvenient and uncomfortable, but it, I'm, at least I'm not in pain anymore. There was a game we played in youth group where you had to build a tower out of, out of um, raw spaghetti noodles and marshmallows. And one person was blindfolded, one person couldn't talk, and one person couldn't use their hands. And then whatever group built the tallest spaghetti tower won. And so our household is similar to that. Like, dad <laughs> can't walk. Elliot can't walk or talk. Mom is is um held back by her love for work <laughs> but she also had covid for a little so that limited her i had covid but i sometimes am holding a baby so i can't always help dad so anyway we're, we're it's kind of like that game. very busy too so but it's okay it, it, uh, it takes a village <laughs> takes a village all right but take wow, us Rachel, out of our, what a great metaphor take um, us out of our hole yeah let me let me dig you out into something a little bit more practical. And that's our typical structure for Sister Hack. Dad, you've been a guest before. So you always know that we love to start out with just uh, a way to warm you up. And that's our hack yes or hack no section. You get to decide if you want to just give the one word answer, hack yes or hack. I guess that's two word, two word answer, hack yes or hack no. Or if you want to delve into a little bit of detail. Um, so given our topic today, We'd like to know, hack yes or hack no, follow your kids on their socials, social media accounts. Well, uh, for, for me, it's hack yes if they'll let me. I like to know what, uh, what everybody's up to and uh, I, enjoy, um, I enjoy following them, their, their busy lives. Uh, I, I don't know that I'm on all the same social uh, media things that they are, maybe I am, but, but uh, yeah, no, I. I think it's it's a good way to stay connected with people. You, you can you can abuse it like anything else, but uh, I don't I don't overdo it. But I certainly am interested in what they're up to. Well, and part of that is that we're not. All, I mean, we're all on, but we're not all that active. Hannah, I would say you're. I mean, I'm on all the time, but I don't always post. You post a lot. I'm hot and cold. I'm either uh, I'm either off completely or on. Completely. Yeah, you're either taking a you're either fasting from it or you're running to it. That's kind of how I work. Mm, okay. Um, I, agree yeah. I like that you follow one. me. Yeah. I like that too. Okay. Another similar, but a little bit different hack. Yes. Or hack. No. Follow your kids on find my friends or share your locations with one another. You're setting me up here. I, so I, you know, I, um, I do have, most of you on find friends and uh and i check in every once in a while just to make sure everybody's home safely or or what have you if people are traveling if they made it safely um when we're with rachel it's sometimes helpful like in, in or when we're home with you hannah the you know if you're coming up where are they kind of thing but uh but i uh, here again i don't uh i don't have every not everybody's allowed me that uh, that privilege so i 
they don't do it with everybody, but it, it is interesting to see where people are, you know, in their travels and stuff like that. Go ahead, I Rachel. a lot too, to see if it's a good time to, <laughs> this is not my, this is not my segment, but I'm just going to get feedback. I use it a lot too, to see if people are home or where they are and if it's a good time to chat. Yeah. That's the main reason I use it. And I will say, dad, um, on our last episode, Rachel shared the story of you tracking her home from the hospital, you know, and being there when, when she and Elliot arrived and one of our hack heads, shout out Natalie, she's mad she doesn't get more shout outs, uh, <laughs> said that that, that little segment brought tears to her eyes. Mm. So it was beautiful very sweet. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hack yes. Hack yes. Hack yes. Hack yes or hack no. Create in-person opportunities to get the whole family together. Well, for me, that's a hack. Yes, I and it seems like most of the family uh, supports that too. Uh, uh, the two of you are obviously glue girls. You help make all of those things happen and keep us all very closely connected. But um, but we seem as a group because we're sort of, sort of scattered to look forward to those opportunities to to be together. Um, wherever and whenever we can. So it, it doesn't require an occasion, but sometimes that's the only time people can get off. So it's, it's important because you know, we, we have other family members, uh, siblings, all their family, they live in the same town, the same place. So they, they can get together whenever they want. We don't have anybody living really in the same place uh, uh, at any one time. So you have to make a conscious effort to do that. Great way of putting it. Okay, this is our last one potentially the most controversial. Hack yes or hack no. Filter your opinions on your child's decisions. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, it's a, it's a, a definite hack yes. And I say that for me, uh, I, think, I think your mom, Tammy, feels the same way too. Uh, but, uh, but you're adults, you know, you've, uh, you're living on your own. Uh, the two of you are parents, you'll have your own parenting style. And it's really our job to support you in that, not to uh, uh, take, take that over uh, in any way. Uh, and, you know, I, to me, I, I don't really have much difficulty saying yes to that because um, you're all pretty responsible, you know, people. And if you ask my advice, I'll give it, but um, usually you don't. So that's also a good thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I don't, I try not to meddle <laughs> where I'm not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, you definitely do less opinion on decisions than mom, mom's little things, but she's like, oh, wow, Rach, your diaper bag is huge. You should probably <laughs> empty that out a little. And I'm like, okay, so thank you for your feedback. I will consider it, you know. I think some of it too, though, has to do with I think if there really is something that you had a difference of opinion on or that we wanted to talk about, I do feel like we were able to just talk about that and not yeah. take it too seriously either. No, yeah. I mean, our relationships don't hinge on agreeing on every social or political or cultural or religious or, or practical issue. You know, we, we, uh, we have much more profound relationships than that. And so, but, and, and if we talk about those things respectfully, charitably, humorously, uh, I think that, that that can be something that really strengthens our relationships. Mm -hmm. I agree. 
Okay, those were all hack yeses. Those, no, I'm just pausing. You know, those yeah, are. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't think of anything that I knew he would say hack no on. Like, you know do I mean. you have a favorite child? He yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I would have asked. I always kind of want to know the ranking. Um, we'll get to that. No, just kidding. Well, kind of. So, okay, let's start with a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. I would love to know um, a few, perhaps like practical ways that you and mom have intentionally kept our family close despite geographical distance, geogra geographical distance. Mm -hmm. um, thoughts on that and or just if there are things within there that other families could maybe apply to their family. So and, and while he is thinking about that, let's give a quick rundown of where all were two of five siblings and everybody's been a guest on the show. So, uh, but I don't know if we've said where everybody lives and that's because since we've started the show, we've all probably lived in different spots. Correct. Um, but our oldest brother, Peter, lives currently in Minneapolis, Minnesota with his wife, Kiki. And then I'm an awesome factions, Our factions battleground, oldest brother, made the game. We talked to him and his best friend, Jason, about it. Yes. As you know, I'm in Austin, Texas, number two. Number three, our brother, Andrew, one of the lawyers um, who we interviewed about a year ago, is in, in between Milwaukee and New York City. You know, long story there. Um, our and he's married to our sister-in-law Steffi, who was also an earlier guest. And then Rachel lives in Michigan, um, Milan, Michigan, Milan, Milan, Italy. Some confuse it with similar spelling, not similar culture vibe. Yeah. And then our youngest brother Stephen, also on the lawyer episode, is currently in Denver, Colorado. So we truly are all over the place. Yeah, All right, now back to you, Dad. Washington next year, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I, you know, to, to your question, I think, uh, sure, there are intentional things, but really, it all kind of starts where the two of you are as parents, you know, and, and that is uh, creating, uh, emphasizing the importance of the, the relationships that you have with your own children, with uh with them, uh, in your case, Hannah, as siblings, uh, so that they enjoy and appreciate um, family a lot. That family's a, a, a priority, something that 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 everybody uh, is glad to be a part of. And and I'm so grateful uh, that those of you, uh, certainly you two, who who are are married, have married spouses who also prize family, who you know just cherish family as something very important in their lives and, and are so committed to that. So, you know, that, that's where it starts. And, you know, once, once you have that, you go through all of the, the bumps and bruises of raising kids, but there's great love and, and uh, um, endearments in, in the relationship, then it's not so difficult to, to build on that when, when, you, uh, when you get older, because everybody wants to do it. Everybody's looking for that opportunity. Holidays, uh, are important. And Tammy and I've always felt like we don't want to be, uh, we don't want to uh, crowd you on holidays. You've got uh, uh, in-laws too. So we're, we want to be very flexible about that. And so whenever that works, that's great. Uh, sometimes like Christmas last year, we did something before Christmas. Uh, um, 
but but we also kind of target other things in our family. We target other things, usually like graduations. Whenever somebody graduates from uh, something and they go through the commencement, we try to all be there for each other. So that becomes kind of a family holiday. And then we'll try to work out other occasions like that. But but I think if you're not intentional about it, being as scattered as we are, it's just difficult to pull it together. Here's just one thing though that I'll I'll, I'll say. You know this this trip we all took to Mexico last year. One of the things that I, that I enjoyed about it, but I also felt like it's kind of a, I don't know, just sort of passing of the torch in a way is that, that uh, when the plans for that were occurring, uh, and you probably remember this, we were all sitting together in a room uh, and the plans were sort of unfolding. I was, I had trouble with my ear, I couldn't hear. It was about a month long where I had this clogging. So I wasn't paying attention. And, and then afterward, I thought, well, you know, and. I didn't have anything to do with this planning. I had nothing to do with it at all. Now, now Tammy did. Uh, she was very involved, but but that was the first time really that that I didn't, you know, kind of help coordinate everything to say this is how we're going to do it. This is what we're going to do, and everybody else just kind of jumped in. You guys did it yourselves, and um, and so you know that's probably how it's going to be going forward for the most part because uh, we're getting older. We but but that. That was good. I thought that was that's a really a nice thing to hand on where you want to do it and doesn't require me to, to organize it. Mm -hmm. I think and practically speaking, so a couple of things we usually know about six months in advance, the specific dates that yeah. we're traveling or aiming for. So that's helpful. And then it's also super helpful that usually you and mom um, arrange where we're staying and then it's up to us to get there in whatever way that that makes sense. And so that is really helpful too. We had, I forget which one, I think it's when we were in, together in Austin for Christmas before we had a home there. I remember mom and I uh, sitting down at the counter and working out the logistics. I mean, just, it, it took yeah. like, an, like 45 minutes of here are travel logistics, here are housing logistics, here are dates, times. And it was, it was a, you know, it was a major undertaking and a, mm -hmm. uh, so you have to, you know, God, I, I guess you, for us anyway, it works better if we plan ahead a little bit. Yeah. On that note, um, since you have more children than the average person, we'll say five is more than the average person. Do you find it more or less difficult to be equal or that idea of equal as your kids are adults or was that never really an issue? How do you feel about that? You know, it's that's a good question. It really, is a good question. I, you know, when you're younger, when you were younger, and when any family has younger children, there's always a little bit of sibling rivalry that's just built in for attention. Hannah, you know that with four kids, they, you know, they want attention. Um, and then you discover, of course, that different kids have different needs. They're doing different things, have different interests, different involvement. Um, and and so I, I always felt like we were we tried to be um, you know, you try to be even where it's obvious that it's important to be even like you don't give one kid six Christmas presents and the other one two you know so we all got five exactly I counted. Counted. Uh, no that one well, let's break that one into two parts you know, we're very careful about those kinds of things but then after that it's really more there's always more for us a matter of kind of supporting your interests and the things you wanted to do and and uh, to be as involved as we, as we, we could uh, and we, because we enjoyed it, we enjoyed being uh, present for things that were important to you as, as often as we possibly could. 
the same is true, I think, as you get older. You have different needs, different, um, um, they're just different situations. And so uh, I expect that will always be somewhat of a challenge, but, but I, I don't know. It's, it's important for us to be able to connect with each of you as often as we can, uh, personally and in person uh, or otherwise. But again, every kid has different needs. And so you, you try to balance that in there too. Two things. One, I have an example of you supporting my specific needs. And that was in high school. You, you guys really wanted everyone to take two languages instead of a study hall. And I took Spanish and German. And after sophomore year, I said, please, can you girl take an art class? And it was with a little kicking and screaming that I had to do it, but then you let me. And I loved it so much. And actually a lot of the items I made in that ceramics class, mom still uses to decorate her home today. So I say we both won. Again, the give and take. But then too, something I really appreciate that you do is you keep us all posted on each other. I think that's really, you, you're the, is there a part in a wagon wheel that's the middle? If we're all the spokes, what are you in the middle? The hub. The hub. Cog. Wait, what did you say? Cog. Yeah, it, cog. It's the hub. The hub. Mm. You are the hub, the cog. We are the spokes. But that is helpful to us. You can kind of tune us in like, hey, this and this is going on with this sibling or oh good something exciting or even if you think like oh it might be helpful if you reach out regarding this I think that's really helpful and important to us too we all have different relationships with each other as siblings but um you well, always you guys are the a, hub I would talk to my mom when she was living every Saturday morning there was a phone call you know that was about the best you could do in those days communication wise but every Saturday you could kind of count on it and she was really great about that too, keeping you up to date with what everybody else is doing. And I always felt like with her that, uh, you know, she she cared about everybody pretty much the same. Uh, and uh, just again, different situations. But so probably we learned that from our own experience as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. My personal childhood investment was ice skating. <laughs> they let me do yes. it. It was like probably the worst thing ever to go to the rink. And sure. probably expensive, like as I have my own kids and things, I'm like, oh my gosh, but I did it. And you know what? I, I loved it until I didn't. And then I stopped. Yeah. Well, we, we were trying to encourage you all to be runners, but you said, no, I want to be an ice skater. Now, of course you're a runner. We, 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 we were right. And very sure you wish you knew German better, but your art is lovely. So, you know, we, we kind of know best, but we got to let you do your thing. Oh, your art is lovely. <laughs> I, something funny about Hannah is anytime you catch this girl on an ice rink, she thinks she's still in <laughs> whatever the highest level she reached in adolescence. Freestyle, freestyle five. Freestyle five. She'll go out there and just try and do a jump. Skating, you know, you're right there, Milwaukee girl. You could have been like Bonnie Blair. It would have yeah. combined those two interests. And, but, oh well. Never worked out in that way. That's all right. <laughs> Do you have advice for someone with young kids who wants to create a healthy, close family culture? Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, I don't know that it can be so much advice or, you know, contrived in any way. Just love your kids, you know, just love mm-hmm. them. And, 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 you know, they, they often say, uh, you know, and we've talked about this together, you hear it, uh, the, the days are long but the years go by fast my gosh it that is 
That is so true. I mean, I can't believe I'm such an old man now and that my daughters have babies. You know, it, it, that was like yesterday when, you know, I was holding you in my arms and, and uh, just, just um, be in that moment with them, you know, be, be involved and engaged with them at, at that moment. It's going to, you're going to look back on it too quickly and, and mm -hmm. wish that you had to do all over again. Did you guys have a philosophy around meal time? Because I feel like that's something that you really have to protect is like the dinner hour and sitting down for a meal together. And a lot of times when we were going every which way, it was the only time that we were all in the room together. Yeah, I think, you know, I think we all have fond memories of those dinner time uh, interactions. They, I don't think, I, I only think of them positively. And of course, when, you know, I, when I had uh, begun my new position uh, as president at Concordia, then I was gone often. So I think mom was still make sure that that happened. And then as you got older and in high school and you know, sometimes events carried you away, we'd often comment on the, the, the group that was at dinner that particular night. Oh, this is an interesting combination, you know, but, but, it, but it was like sort of that was the default, you know, everybody would be there when they could be. Uh, but as you got older, you couldn't always be there. Then uh, that wasn't, that wasn't, it still, it still was like, well, this is what we do together. Yeah. And when we were little, sure. I mean, that was clearly a time that we were all together. We had, we enjoyed a meal. We, we laughed, we, you know, you guys were hilarious. Uh, I'm sure there was some moments when we had to calm everybody down. Uh, like, you know, you have to do Hannah. Uh, but then we had devotion time, you know, it was brief. It was, it was just a good family time. We also, I think when you're real little, uh, bedtime was another one of those kind of mm -hmm. gathering, gathering everybody together moments. We'd play a few little games or tell a story or two and then kind of march, sometimes literally march you off to bed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we did all march. We would make a kind of line. Yeah. yeah. So we would I remember, do... uh, those great mom would always, you know, if you had a late basketball practice, or whatever she would always have a plate too when you would come back from late practice it'd be a huge amount of food and it was like so needed we all went to church no matter yeah. what that's right yeah yeah I, so i think there are probably some things like that that you can create that these are family moments or holidays traditions that you establish that everybody looks forward to and you wouldn't you know, you wouldn't let anybody get away with doing it any other way. I, this, we have that story, of course, the Hannah, you'll, you'll remember that um, I asked who wants to go with me to get the, uh, you know, buy, get a Christmas tree. Nobody volunteered. So I went to the store and I got an artificial tree and, and everybody was upset about that. But I thought, well, nobody's going to come with me to help me. And I'm tired of doing it. So we put up, <laughs> we put up the artificial tree in Hannah, um, put up a sign on her door or something like come come and mourn with me all who hate the fake tree you know she flair for the dramatic <laughs> so you know but so you know that was a tradition that died but but uh, we, you know we tried it for a long time until it wore off one quick note about dinner time i do remember us all getting a lot of canker sores you take that first <laughs> bite of dinner you realize who in the family had a canker sore you go apply the medicine and you would run two laps around the house while it burned and then you could sit down and eat wow i don't remember that I that doesn't really that must have just been you i was very heavily affected <laughs> okay you've kind of hinted at this already but where do you see your parental approach differing um, in your approach as a grandfather 
Well, you know, the, the, there's the quip that some will use sometimes saying, you know, if I knew how much fun it was to be a grandparent, I'd just skip having kids all together and go straight <laughs> to grandkids, you know. I've never heard that. <laughs> not there yet. So not yeah. in your culture. But that's not it's certainly not true for me anyway, because I just so much enjoyed uh, uh parenting and it's always been my first and favorite priority in in my life. Uh it still is. I and, and it's a different now, but what a great thing it is to be uh friends with your adult children. You know, we're all friends with each other and, and uh that's such a blessing, it's such a great thing. But grandkids are a pretty special deal, and um, and my my approach is I want it to be different because I, I think I don't want to be a disciplinarian with my grandkids. I just don't, and I have to sometimes. But but I but I just prefer not to be a disciplinarian anyway. Reinforce your discipline, but I, as you know, Hannah, it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes you know, and I always regret when I feel like I have to assert myself in that way. But that, that's a big change, and it's, it's an intentional one for me. I, again, won't speak for Tammy, but, but I, my strong preference would be just not to have that kind of relationship with them, uh, where I'm just in, an additional parent. I think that's your guys' job. My job is just to love them and to make them laugh and to do special things and to um, you know, have them hopefully look forward to uh, me being a part of their life as, you know, until they're at a certain age when that's maybe not so cool. But but always just to appreciate that that uh, you know I have a different role than their parents. Mm -hmm. Mom kind of thrives with the discipline. Yeah, she's good at that. You know, she's more she German. Than me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're we got a couple things that we want to wrap this up with. Um, <clears throat> if you have advice for well, so for balancing advice and independence, like how much kid. you intervene or how much you leave autonomous and then take it at all the levels when they're young, like my kids to the high school level, mm -hmm. teens, and then finally in adulthood where, you know, when parents are trying to negotiate that, how much do we let them decide? How much do I decide? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is this is kind of how we did it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but this is kind of how I felt about it. I was sort of consciously feeling about this uh, as we went along. So, for instance, when when you're little, you know, you don't you don't have a lot of options, right? This is you got to this is how you got to do it. This is what we're going to do, and uh, you know, you, sorry, you just don't have a lot of choice. But you want to begin to create as much decision making capacity for your kids as as you as you possibly can uh, to let them make some of their own decisions and, and and in our case we also wanted to encourage you to spread your wings we didn't want you to feel like you had to stay home to go to college for example and none of you did you all went and and it's it's created a this scattering among us i think but but it's also been a blessing and we all i think agreed that that was a good thing for even though it was a hard thing in in many ways but it's it's to both of those things and to encourage you to um to make more and more decisions as, as you get older and to encourage you to recognize it's a big world and there are lots of cool things out there and to experience as much of that as you can and, uh, and you know, to, to, to not worry about that, especially when you're young. And so at your point now, young adults, um, you know, you're getting kind of locked into as you have to with family and work and, and you know, you only have a few weeks vacation and all that kind of stuff too. Nevertheless, to, to 
still think about how can you provide experiences for your own kids and to expose them to as much of life as, uh, as you possibly can so that they'll have the opportunity to enjoy that as well. Mm. Good tips. Great information. It's fun to see it from this side of the fence a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm, it, uh, you know, you, but your kids all know how much you love them. That's the most important thing that, that they need to, to know that their mom and dad love them uh, no matter what. And, and their grandparents do too. <laughs> I have well, mine, are, mine were very mad at me today because I said you were going to start coming back to Texas tomorrow and Ava was like you told me Wednesday a few days ago <laughs> and I was like, well I'm sorry it's tomorrow yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she remembers I they mean, know granted she just grasps, grasped the concept of a seven-day week so uh, yeah. <laughs> well that's not bad I have I have one hashtag go for it your dad's name is pat we i can make a lot of jokes out of that well one that we said for a while was we well dad said he called himself p-a-t-m like money <laughs> money man that's not my hashtag money machine for you guys yeah. money machine um here on this episode he gave us some paternal tips oh, oh. how about no, this one? hashtag don't stand pat first of all i can't stand up very easily but second of all don't stay in one place keep keep moving do things oh pat oh wow i didn't know that as i don't know if we really dug into that as much as we could have but i like yeah that's true we could have gone on we could have gone on and on truly well thanks for joining us dad well, thank you. I hope I was a little more lively than last time. I listened to <laughs> last I time, happy. Hannah and I were afraid of how poised you were. <laughs> yeah, I was really, when you need what a show on, you know, kind of how to be mellow, then tell me. <laughs> we were. You did great. You did great. You done good. Hey, you, you done good, old man. One little thing, you know, this, this thing is Sister Hack. This is a, this is a great thing for our family. You know, it, it brings us all together. Sometimes I don't listen to them all right when they come out. I wait till I'm on the drive and, uh, I listen to two or three in a row. It's like you're in the backseat chattering away and I'm just, just listening to your conversation. So it's been a great, great thing. Thank you. As for a, we've been about five years at this point. Wow. That's congratulations. It's really fun. Thank you. Thank you. This All right. We'll let, we'll let you guys go. All Happy right. Day. See you later, hackheads.